Like, don't be too forward unless, like, he's giving you the signs back. I totally agree. You're, I mean, I feel like you probably go by that, Raina. I don't think you're, like, waking up and breakfast and blowjobs for, like, a brand new guy. Fuck no. Right. I might, like, kick the dresser over on my way out. Like, just let somebody know that you don't care about that. <laughs> Welcome back to Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. I love when you do that. Like I'll sing a song. So good. I love your voice, actually. Um, I fast forward through it when you're talking when I'm listening to the podcast, but (laughs) you you masturbate to your own voice. We know. Yeah, well, I'm smart. Uh, (laughs) Guys, we are coming to you from Mouth Media. It is an awesome studio that we record at by Sennheiser. Lots of other cool podcasts record here as well. um, So you can check out their website. But we are super excited for today's episode because we have our very first guest. We do have our first guest. We're not going to tell you who it is yet. Uh, We probably already looked in the description. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll get to that. But we wanted to catch up with each other first. There's no surprises left in life. (laughs) Yes. So, Kelly. Catch up with each other. What do I have to talk about? I'm leaving for yeah. actually Atlanta uh, the day after tomorrow. Where I've never been, which you lived there. ATL. For- I, I lived in Atlanta for 10 years. Also, Raina, don't call it hot Atlanta. We don't do that. But, oh. y- yep, well, now you know. I've been doing you, that for a while. You are <laughs> headed to Atlanta. And I put together a list of my favorite restaurants for Raina and also all the guys she can't fuck. <laughs> Well, let's back up. Um, I put together a restaurant list, and Ashley just signed off on each thing. I just signed off. You did a great job. Thank you. But uh, you're taking a little trip next week, sis. I am. It's funny. We're both heading to the south. I am heading to Nashville for a little girls weekend, friends, birthday party, and I'm super excited. I haven't been there. I've been to Nashville a few times. Is Nashville the south? Yeah. People Tennessee. consider it the South. Anybody that has like a twang, it's the South. Yeah, I mean, what else is it going to be? It's not really Midwest. But yeah, I think Tennessee is the South. Um, so I'm excited to go to Nashville. It's, it's, I think it's cute. We're both heading down South. We're going to see what see what these Southern gentlemen are all about and report back. I got to tell you, though, I went to college in Indiana, and a lot of people are from like Kentucky and like that whole area, Tennessee, and like I'm not about a Southern well, I'm accent. I'm not either. I don't even know why I lived there for 10 years. I'm just saying. It's a funny thing we'll talk about next week. Like if somebody goes on a date with me with a Southern accent, like I would prefer you just change your voice to a British accent or something <laughs> else, but as soon as you open up your mouth and you're like, my truck, I'm out. <laughs> Out. <laughs> yes, so um, safe travels. I hope you eat all the delicious food and enjoy my former home. I hope that you eat. Um, I wish for you is to eat lots of Nashville hot chicken and hot men. <laughs> eat some chicken and a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the life. Oh, there it is. Okay, guys, um, we are super excited about today's episode, but before that, we do want to tell you, as always, we love reading your emails and hearing what you guys have to say, and you do ask us about other podcasts that we like. We wanted to present one that we are really feeling lately. I love the name, Two Girls, One Podcast. Podcast. Oh, God. It's not about us. It's another two girls on podcast. I love it. Um, and it's these two really funny actors, these two women, and they just get into it on the internet. They go in like the deepest dives and like the weirdest web wormholes with all these like fringe online communities. I mean, they've talked to people like with weird fetishes. It's very funny. So if you're into that weird shit, two girls, one podcast, check it out. But listen to ours first. <laughs> just make sure you've listened to all of ours. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys better not take our recommendations until you've listened to all of ours. Uh, but yeah, Raina, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm super excited about this uh, guest, so let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, guys, we are so excited to announce our first threesome on the podcast. I'm a little nervous. Never had one before. I have. They're not all they're cracked up to be. I gotta be honest. <laughs> one person's always left out. Two guys or two girls? Um, I hooked up with a girl and a guy, so it was two girls and a oh, guy. Nice. I could never handle two penises flying. <laughs> <laughs> James, settle down. We Sticks haven't even introduced you yet. Sorry. You're already <laughs> asking questions. You guys, we are so excited to have James, a.k.a. Crispy Shorts, on Instagram. Uh, he works with Fuck Jerry, big deal on the gram, and he is going to be our first male guest, first guest ever. Welcome, James. Thanks for the invite, guys. This is exciting. Yeah, we are super excited to have you as our first guest. I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> really pumped up to come. This here. is your first threesome. This is my first threesome. Yep. Oh, never for real? Before. Yep. Mm, I, tr- I wanted versions. to have one in college, but it never panned out. So just <laughs> you tried. I tried. <laughs> tried multiple times. I got to be honest. One person always. You're always going to get into a fight with one of the girls because yeah. she's like, "Why are you paying more attention to me?" <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's why I feel like I can't do it. Anyways, um, I want to talk about you. Introduce yourself to the audience. Who are you? How old are you? Where are you from? Talk about yourself. 32, uh, I moved to New York like probably eight years ago and was studying finance, or sorry, I moved into a finance role, hated my job. Five years ago, I started making these videos on the weekends. I had like a thousand followers and uh, I was like, this is kind of what I want to do. I want to incorporate brands somehow and get a following on uh, Instagram. So I teamed up with Fuck Jerry like probably four years ago. Him and I had a really good relationship and then decided to start a company together where we just do influencer marketing for like some of the biggest brands in the world. And my account kept growing. His account kept growing. He's at like 13, 14 million. And then we just built out this network of 20 different Instagram accounts. And Casual. Casually <laughs> yeah. market to brands like, or for brands like Burger King, Subway, Netflix, um, like constantly all day producing content and then doing brand stuff throughout the week. Nice. And at what point when you were like creating your content did you decide like there's a market for this like people care about this? I didn't really know like I like I just knew when I started to get when I started making these stupid videos people were commenting and tagging their friends and it was just so easy to to install a brand anywhere like you're just making a joke about Netflix or it just it just made sense to try it out so I just quit my job and shot for it. I hated my job. I fucking hated being in finance. Yeah. It was the worst. I wasn't happy. It was a big risk. I was getting paid a decent amount, and I just threw all that aside. You'll start this with Elliot, fuck Jerry, and we it just we just worked our asses off. And three years later, we have twenty five people in our company, and everything's going really well. It's awesome. That's amazing. And what you I think people don't really understand the business behind a social media empire like this, like for real I, empire. I think somebody <laughs> looks at something like fuck Jerry, and they're like, what do twenty five people need to do? But you could probably have double that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so what? Explain like what twenty five people at fuck Jerry at your company like. What do they do? All right, so I'll break it down. It's not just fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry has the biggest account. It's got thirteen right. and a half million followers. He is so good at building other accounts. He's manipulated. 20 other great accounts like Pizza, Beige Cardigan, my account, Crispy Shorts, uh, Kanye doing things. The list goes <gasps> on. He just Did you know that right now? Oh, my God. You wouldn't even know how I can't believe I'm sitting here he with makes. Kanye doing things. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, Elliot runs that account and created that account. I didn't. Really, I knew some of them, but I did not know, God, pizza? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, like, really starstruck so now. So Elliot, <laughs> Elliot just used his network to build other accounts up. Of course. Up. It's smart. And um, there's really no, like, face behind a lot of them, and a lot of people don't know this. So that's why it's so good when we go to brands and say, hey, do you want to hit 50 million people right away? We're going to make you an ad and distribute it. 
whenever you want. Right. Um, so the 25 accounts, there are 25 people at the office are just making original content all day. Some are memes. Um, not all the memes are original. Um, uh, we make a lot of video work like for Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, just It's literally a content powerhouse. There's graphic designers, salespeople. Um, yeah, it's a full packed house every day. Yeah, powerhouse is like an understatement. I think people don't realize like what a huge company this is. But if you really sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, all these huge accounts I follow, like they're pumping out content, they're working with brands, and it's a huge operation. It's, you know, like any other media company. Right. And can we back up really quick? You want to talk about Kanye doing things? Again? No, no, no. <laughs> I, want, I want James to tell us where he's from. I'm from Delaware. So am I. Dang, in the girl. house. You're a loser for not being from Delaware. <laughs> you guys are losers. <laughs> loser from Pennsylvania. Nerd. Um, but anyway, I just had to put that out there. And we met in person in Delaware at the Starboard, the best bar on the East Coast in the world, maybe. It Have is. you ever met a not cool person from Delaware? My ex used to take me to Delaware sometimes. Well, that's just gross. Doesn't weird. matter. He's a loser. He's an outsider. Delaware's a weird. There's really no ever reason to go to Delaware. <laughs> Except for to go good. down Dewey. Yeah, like Dewey to Beach. party at Dewey yeah, on, I guess. in the summertime. But I I can shit on Delaware, but other people can't. Like, yeah. if people start talking say? shit on Delaware, I'm like, what the, what motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pit, I'm from Pittsburgh, which, like, is essentially a lot of people think, like, a shithole steel town. I can say that, but other people can't no, say no, that. No, no, no. It's like yeah. if somebody says something bad about your mom, you're like, I'm sorry, who do you think <laughs> yeah. you are? I, know I fucking hate my bitch, mom. You cannot talk to her like that. <laughs> exactly. It's Cut you in the face. Okay. Uh, so, uh, this is a dating and, and pod. I know what I do for a living. Um, this is a dating podcast. Are you single? I am not single. I've been not single for three years now. I've been not single. So, same <laughs> relationship. Hand if you've three been years. Not single. Yeah, same relationship. And we didn't really tell you guys this, but James is a model himself. <laughs> you are <laughs> no. a very attractive man. Oh, no, thank you. You're welcome. But you do a right lot now. of funny modeling. Like you'll. Yeah, I usually mimic. make like I like the whole like male model industry is yeah. really funny to me. Just do the face. I can't do the face right now because they can't see the face. But oh, right no, no, right no, 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 like that your sexy? O face. It's not sexy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, it's very sexy. You're fired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How did you meet your girlfriend? But she is a model. She's a model. She's an She's actual model. model. Yeah. I make videos that like make fun of models and model videos. It's just, it's it's funny. But did you guys meet modeling together? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually never gotten a modeling job ever. But she, I met her at <laughs> Think Coffee in uh, in Soho. Really? She was reading a book. I was riding my Vespa down. Oh, shut up. Yeah. This is too... I can't handle I this. Stopped, I like, was at a stoplight. I was going to the airport, and then I parked my bike right, right next to Think Coffee. There was no parking spot, so I was probably going to get a ticket. I was so like in love with this girl. I, I sat next to her, and there was nobody sitting next to her. You saw her from the window. No, I saw her in. from... She was outside. Oh, she was outside. Like, okay, I'm reading okay. a little French book, and I was like, I got to talk to this girl. So I... Muster up the courage to sit next to her table, and there was like ten open tables everywhere else. It was so obvious. I was like, I'm so fucking nervous. I gotta <laughs> Is talk that to this what girl. Happens when somebody sits next, I to love her. this. I was so nervous, and I was like, all right, I gotta talk to her. I can't just go in and say, what are you reading? So I, I, I asked her to watch. I put my Vespa helmet down. I was like, do you mind watching this while I go get a coffee? As if I couldn't have just brought it in with. Wait, so every guy that asks me at a coffee shop to like watch his computer is trying to fuck me? Thousand percent. Eh, or he really? just has to shit. Yeah. <laughs> or they really have to go to the bathroom. Okay, yeah. so you're like, can you watch so my helmet? So I came helmet? back out. Yeah, I came back out. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Thought you were gonna steal it, blah, blah, blah. Then we just started talking. Totally. And it was just like a little bit more casual. She knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, then we started talking. She didn't text me back for like six months. I kept asking her to get coffee, go to a movie. Wait, seriously? Yeah. You really had to put in yeah, work? like work. Oh, my gosh. Work. Yeah, she was not interested whatsoever. 
Then finally, we end up going to a, a coffee date together in uh, like Union Square. We had a really good date. That was your first date? That was our first date. No alcohol. No alcohol. What but time the, of the day was that? Actually, we, later we went to like Cafe Gitan in Nolita. She, we walked down good there. Good spot, yeah. And then like a douchebag, I asked her to watch a movie with me. And we went upstairs. I forget what we watched. To your apartment? Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay she's into me. She, first date. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird, right? I, I was would like, not go over Because I was like, apartment. she's very shy. This is not, right. This took six months to get her here. Yeah, like. six months into the first time she says yes. So I was like, okay, she's down. <laughs> and then uh, I tried, like, she, we were like holding hands mid-movie. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then I went to kiss her at the end, and she rejected me. It so was, she'll hold your hand, but she won't kiss you. Yeah. And she was, like, letting me massage her hand a little bit. And, like, we were getting she really cute. She was giving cute. you the signals. She was giving me all the signals. So I went in for the kiss, and she was like, no, I'm sorry. I, can't. <laughs> I was like, all right. This is awkward. <laughs> okay. Well, see you later. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked to the subway, tried to kiss her again. It was just, I was literally in love with this girl. I love this. So, girl, yeah, here's what you have, much to work do. You have to do. Here's what you have to do to land a man is not text him back for six months. That's it. That's, that's it. That's literally it. Put out all the signals, and when he reacts to the signals, make him feel like a fool. Yep. And then right. he'll well, fall let's in love just with say you. that she had the whole model thing going for her. So. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Also be a model. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You don't have to be a model. Well, she, she was really sweet. She was just like. She was playing so hard to get. It was probably because she wasn't into me whatsoever, but I found it so attractive. Love it. Yeah, yes, yeah, you have to not text boys back. Well, th- we we talk about this. Like, and Good. this was my long term ex. Like, when we first met, I was like, I'm not dating this guy. My God, and like, it was this. My natural reaction was like hard to get without realizing it. Like it's not a game. We always say if you could just act the way you act when you're not really into a guy with every guy, like you would just be able to 100%. land every single guy. It's just you can't. It's hard to do. Before you, know, you can actually be like, oh my god, I could take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck about this guy. You're like not responding to him in a right amount of time and just like playing hard to get naturally. That's the way to do it. Seriously, that literally is the most winning formula ever. And I'll she tell is, all that to my girl, my closest girlfriends. Yeah, they just they're too aggressive with guys. Guys don't want it. Want you to be so available all the time. Well, it's, it's it's just hard. Like, it's great when it comes naturally, but yeah. And she's it's so hard. She's French. She's French. Yeah, she's French. Yeah, I mean, she's full blown like full fucking baguette and everything. Yeah, like she wasn't just like born in France. Like she's the accent and everything. Yeah, yep. <laughs> she lives in like this little like farmhouse in the middle of the country in France. <laughs> Walks around with a little chihuahua under her arm <laughs> and a baguette. They're long yeah. distance. <laughs> she actually lives in France. <laughs> okay, so we want to talk about, we were talking about social media today. You're, we're influencers. I feel like such a douchebag saying that. You're an influencer. We live on Instagram. Oh, do you? Because uh, earlier somebody was asking me what I do now. She's like, I have a bigger following than she does. I'm an influencer. That guy was ignoring me. He had no idea who I was. I had to put it out there. <laughs> um Tell me about you, your girlfriend is in, you do videos with her and stuff. She's part of your brand. Yep. So when did you first feel comfortable putting this beautiful French model girlfriend on the gram? <laughs> well, honestly, I think at the time when I met her, I, I had like 5,000 followers. So it wasn't, wasn't anything special. But I, just, I remember like a couple months in, a couple, actually, let me start over. It's probably like two months in that we started, that after our first kiss. So it was like eight months in. <laughs> <laughs> Literally took two months to kiss her after our first date. It's fucking unbelievable. I was obsessed, though. Oh, my God, I love this. That's how to do it. This is how to do it. Girls, like, analyze everything and every single text. Don't analyze. Just don't do anything. Just literally just don't do anything. Don't do, do less. Totally pat. Some guy texted me this week who I was, like, kind of into, and I responded once. That was the last time I heard from him. <laughs> 
Because yeah, I so responded. Funny. Um, all right. Anyway, so we're talking today about, you know, when do you put somebody on social media? Um, what does it mean if they don't put you on the social media? Mm. So, well, we, what we find is really fascinating. We just want to hear your like take, your like yeah, comedic yeah. take on it. Like couples that are so over the top, like I'm so blessed. We're so in love. It's like, it almost is like, is it just bullshit? Like, is it, do you feel like it's compensating? Like we all know this couples where we're like, oh my God, like this is insane like is this real this can't be real it's just like too much like do less yeah, yeah. Like, don't you think there's a whole like instagram versus reality a thousand percent i think it all depends who you ask like i love matt cutchall and ariel <gasps> we were yeah, literally gonna talk about them today they were in our notes yeah, i love them i know them and they actually are really in love but i mean and let's so let's talk about them and also you and your girlfriend i think especially you know you guys are both creating content together you well, can just tell about, let's talk about who this couple is ariel vandenberg matt cutchall yeah. they were what best friends for years yep. and then they finally got together i like heart them so much they're my favorite couple they're comedians favorite celebrity couple they're but they do a lot of that lovey-dovey stuff they do but do you believe it but here's the thing and i will i will say this is one one thing i want to say they are still really new and so i think sometimes you genuinely you were still like on a high mm. so when, when my ex we were so in love those first six months to a year like that was all for real yeah. like we weren't ever it wasn't every day but we both posted a lot on social media so we were just like had those genuine feelings and I, I get that from Ariel and Matt but then I'm like three years down the road give it up this is not yeah. is this for are you guys still like puppy love this Ew. long down the road <laughs> like chill out Wait, do you think you're mad that they're that in love or do you think that they're just faking it I think that they really are in love yeah they were best friends. They built this like, great foundation, but I think that they really genuinely just like want to spend every minute of their day together. Well, that's certainly how it looks. Well, what about, okay, let's take it out of the celebrity realm. I'm just want to talk about like regular ass couples that feel the need to constantly post photos about like the universe and walking to the end of the world with you just to hold your hand for one yeah, more second. Yeah, the cheesy shit that's just like, so fake and played out. And, like, you, you think know, it is? Yeah. I think yeah. it is too. I think they're like, I, there's just a way that it comes across where I'm like, I'm like calling bullshit on this. I remember the one time I felt really fake on social media my ex and I got in this huge fight at this festival he left me there and we had <laughs> taken a cute picture and I was like real Molly? <laughs> no <laughs> he might have been and I was like I want to post this cute pic of us but we're fighting <laughs> so I had to like wait till we made up like a day later and then I was like Cute pick alert, and of course, scribbled him out on the, on the on Instagram, <laughs> like tore the picture. Yeah. And all the comments out. are like, "You guys are so cute, perfect couple." And I'm like, "We fought that whole day. Like yeah. this is, I'm such a fraud." That's true. There is this facade to make your life seem perfect on Instagram. I think a lot of people do it. Yeah, I did a little research for this episode today. A little psychology. I'm gonna throw Ooh. at you about Ooh, social scientists Damn, and things this. like this. Um, psychologically, research indicates oh my God. that the couple you are that your mother right now. <laughs> yes, guys, we haven't plugged my mom yet today. My mom is a psychologist. Hey, mom. And we talk about her every episode. She's, blah, never, blah. she's never listened to this ever. <laughs> like, I want my mom to listen to me talk about doing anal. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, research suggests that um, everybody has a different relationship visibility style and couple dependency. And the couples that need to continuously validate themselves by this, like, social media vomit are actually the most insecure couples. Right. And I, I don't know. That's where I feel like you can kind of see through it. Like, I think that if it's not your natural style to be like that, and then all of a sudden you're in this relationship and you're just like, it's so over the top, I think, I don't know. I kind of like see through it. Mm -hmm. 
And perhaps, like, I, I see all these people that have really volatile relationships and, like, on social media, it's totally different. And the study that I read talked about how, like, if you're lacking positive attention in your relationship, you seek it out other places. So if you put on social media, like, look at us at this festival. We're so happy. Other people are like, oh, my God, couple goals. That's so amazing. And mm-hmm. you're not getting it inside of the relationship. So you're getting this, like, validation it's for the so, relationship. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. From other people. You're like, if other people can say my relationship's fine, then maybe it's fine. Like, maybe it's great. So these yeah. people actually, I guess, psychologically tend to be the least happy. And if you're, like, super happy in a relationship, you don't need to validate it on social media. But at the same time, I think, like, when you, it's a part of your life, you, like, want to share it. I don't know. Right, so there's a balance. Like, I think you should be able to share if you're happy. Like, yeah, you know, hey. Like, like, relationships are tough. They're really hard. <laughs> so, But so is being single, but so being single is awesome, too. They yeah. both have their positives, both have their negatives. I think for certain people on Instagram, it's definitely calculated, showing how much lovey-dovey they're in. Like, Matt and Ariel, I do think they are in love, but yeah. it's a very business-oriented situation. They're, yeah, they're business partners. It's true. I mean, and I think. They want to grow and be that cute couple so they can get brand deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the the cheesy post that other people do that you're talking about, yeah, I think it's disgusting. Like, found my light, shining soul. It's like ridiculous. Can't stand it. The stuff you get halfway through the sentence, your eyes have glazed over from the <laughs> pretension. You're so bored, like reading yeah. the one sentence. If, yeah. If, yeah, any like inspirational quote, you guys are never gonna last. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you That's guys the nail in the coffin? Yeah, <laughs> the inspirational quote. So if you get a boyfriend, are you gonna show him on there? Yeah, I mean, but bros being basic is I have to, I use guys all the time. So right. like my my series X, like I had him doing a Fab Fit Fun ad week two. I'm like, there hey, you can you lay on the ground <laughs> with this box <laughs> and like great. wrap yourself in a blanket scarf? Yeah, like, yeah, cool. I mean, if you're dating me, you, you're signing up <laughs> <laughs> to be exploited. That's it's great. like that's the deal. All right, so let's pretend that we're not famous. Let's pretend that we're normal people. <laughs> all three of us. Are you there mentally? Okay, no, I can't. Just, I can't get there. You're a muggle. <laughs> I'm just trying to get rid of this verified check mark. All right, I'm there. <laughs> All right, now that I brought everybody back down to earth, you are a normal person. You're in a relationship, and you are not posting the person on your social media account. What does that mean? Well, I think it's an, like conversely, like you're they're not posting you. You know, like I think we have a large female audience. I think we're probably talking to those people, like these women that are like, uh, I'm dating this guy for months now, and he doesn't. He hasn't. He has yet to post a picture. My take is it's about that person's social media style. So if they are posting about everything else in their life, they're a big right. social media poster. If they're posting pictures of the sporting events they're going to, the concerts, their family, their dog, what they ate, whatever on Facebook, Instagram, what is it? And you're the only thing missing. I think it's a huge red flag, to be completely honest. I think there's a huge difference between a guy that just doesn't give a fuck and doesn't post, and he posts like once every six months, once a year, whatever, and you're not on his social media because he doesn't do social media. But, I mean, that was the thing with with um, one of my exes that I'm speaking of. We both were really active on social media, so we were all over each other's social media, you know? As it should be. We were part of each other's lives. What yeah. do you think? That's what so do you guys cute. think? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Why'd you guys break up? Oh, Jesus. How much time do you <laughs> have? We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> we only had the studio for like 45 minutes. I just took minutes. an Adderall. I'm good. <laughs> I, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> she posted a photo on social media of them, and he was like, I'm out. <laughs> no, but I think it's. I want to hear what you guys think. That's my take on it. I think not everybody needs to have their relationship on social media, but it's a little odd when your partner is posting about everything else. 
And not you. And not you. Yeah. They're posting the breakfast and, like, gym selfies. Yeah, but, like, maybe they don't want to be that couple that's just saying how lovey-dovey they are. And, like, oh, this is the love of my life, which is cheesy. And I think it's more of a female thing to do, to be honest. Females taking pictures of the boyfriend saying they love you and cute things. That Guys don't really do that because probably they're going to get made fun of by their friend. Like, I, I would never... Just post a picture of my girlfriend and say, I've been so in love with you. Because my guy friends would text me immediately, two seconds left, and be like, you're such a bitch. <laughs> I think it's my, true. My brother's groomsmen were making fun of him at his wedding about how whipped he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shit we have to deal with. And my sister-in-law is the best person in the world, and they're yeah. like, pussy, pussy whipped. It's exactly, dude. It's just so guys just do it to each other just to make you feel like a bitch. But there is a hard line between, like... <laughs> There's a hard line between, like, posting these disgustingly over-the-top photos and, like, she's in your life for three years, right? So you're going to naturally be at, like, a sporting you event together. You guys are at a wedding. You're both like dressed up It's or normal, like, once in a while for her to just appear in your social media feed because she's a part of your life. You don't... The, you're, you're looking at me like, okay. You guys just want to be in your boyfriend's stories. So badly. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Uh, I had an ex that posted something so embarrassing. This is like, that goes to like the couples that post all the time are actually the least happy. He posted something like on Facebook, like, I'm walking in the middle of the night to come home to you and I just like can't wait to, some like really ridiculous, Ew. you're making a face, it was yeah, that cheesy. Disgusting. And he left my ass so hard like three weeks later. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I remember reading it thinking, like, I was embarrassed by how, like, deep and ridiculous this was. What a manipulation. Have you, what was your relationship, like, what was your dating life before your girlfriend? I had one girlfriend prior. I had one girlfriend in high school. She broke my heart. I was a psycho for two years. Oh, wow. Miserable in college. Why did you guys break up? Because I was uh, overprotective. When I left, I was a year older than her, so I went to college, and then I was literally, like, such a spaz. Like, I wouldn't let her go out on the weekends. Like, you're not going out. You have a boyfriend. I was literally insane. <laughs> so I was, she left me, obviously, like she should have. And then, because uh, I was just so jealous, because I knew people were going to be hitting on her home, or I was just crazy. So well, I got... Well, we evolved past this as we get older. Yes. Got, uh, I was really sad for two years. I was like, I don't want to feel like this ever again, so... The next person I'm going to date is probably going to be the girl. I'm like pretty sure that's going to be the girl that I marry. Yeah. So it took like 10 years, and then I'm waiting for Roman to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Please video it. <laughs> Make sure. I'll put it on the stories so she knows You'll I love You'll be doing her. all your model faces. Are you getting my angles? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Did you date in New York a lot in between yeah. meeting oh, her? Oh, man, yes, yes, yes. I loved, I loved being single in New York. It was my favorite thing in the world. How'd you meet girls? Uh, bars, dinners, um... So you weren't an, really an influencer yet. You weren't getting like DM slides. No, no, never, no, never did along. I have a date from Instagram. Okay, ever. Did you uh, use the apps, or that wasn't really around as much? Uh, I was on um, I was on Bumble back in the day for a little bit. Then I had like one date. It just felt weird to me. I have nothing wrong with with dating apps. I think it's awesome. I just felt a little uncomfortable sitting next to somebody. Like we met on an app. I don't know. Yeah, There's, I mean, I whatever. I don't think anyone's like, I love the apps. Like, we're all just kind of like. I think it's like, amazing. Everybody's just so busy. It's like the right thing to do. Yeah, it's not, but it's not my preferred way. To, I don't want to meet. I want to meet somebody in the wild. Yeah, but it's like that. Mostly, mostly happens in the movies, but in like real life, <laughs> it's great if that happens. Yeah, in your fucking real life, you like Vespa'd up and saw this like yeah, chicken in a coffee so shop. You could do that if you wanted it to happen that way. Like, I. Why I, do you think I work in coffee shops all day long? I'm waiting for the <laughs> Vespa. That's the thing. I always see girls in coffee shops fake reading or fake working. You know what you're doing. I'm fake working. You're, fake, you're not doing a thing. You well, want, that's because I'm lazy. To to that's not because I'm waiting for somebody to sleep. Yes, with you me. are. Uh, Crispy Raina. Um, 
she took some naked pictures of herself and she left them up on her computer on her Google Drive in a coffee shop. No I mean, way. I can't believe you don't have a man. For I was that. really feeling myself. It was like last week, and I woke up. I looked really skinny, and like my tits looked nice and perky. So you and looked I was, at, was that in, it was intentional to leave on the Google Drive? No, it was next night. Just like I, I, my phone connects to like my Google Photos, mm. and I was like looking through. I was updating my website with some photos of food, and the, <laughs> and the naked photos. She's like <laughs> having and, and I look next to me, and this guy's like. <laughs> oh my god! Big smile, and I was like, "Oh shit!" He's and you still didn't get like nipples. <laughs> no, I still. No, you could just airdrop people in the coffee shop. No. Like if your airdrop's on, yeah, you just send a naked picture. Yeah, I've people. heard crazy horror stories of girls just getting like an airdrop dick pic. And That's it's just so like, funny. Okay, so yeah. just to recap, it's okay. So if you're not on a guy's social media, <laughs> it's <laughs> not all bad. I think women want to know. It's They're not, like, it's, it's, it's not guys. Just don't think that way. I Girls think, are a little like uh, obsessive about it. But here's that the stuff. thing. Here's here's the thing. Let me ask you this: What if you were dating a guy and he's like, "I don't really do that. It's just not me." And then you really go back, and there was like so many pictures of his girlfriend before you, and you're like, "Oh, you do do that." Oh yeah, but you catch me alive. You go deep in the weeds, and like 68 weeks ago, he was posting pics of her. Then you can call his ass out, right? Okay. But he might not be that type of person. I don't know. I think that you bring up a good point that's my theory all the time is women always want to like analyze everything. You guys a man analyze does. everything. <laughs> it's literally nuts. But also your girlfriend is all over your social media by default because that's she's true. like in your videos. Yeah. Okay. So we started to talk about this, but you know, we get a lot of emails and messages from girls. Oh, wait, one more question. Oh, please. Okay. All right. One more question. <laughs> Shut right. the fuck up. Let me ask my question. All right. Just, I just, since, you know, Instagram's my whole world. So I have one more question, then we're going to well, ease into our game. Um, when you got your girlfriend, yeah. had you been following a lot of like sexy girls on Instagram or not really? Um, yeah. Did you clean it up? <laughs> yeah, I cleaned it up. I, I, I talked to one of my best guy friends. He was like, yeah, when I got this series, he has a beautiful like model girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, I went through my Instagram and I was like, all the big titties. I got to get them out of here. I think like, you have to. I don't want her to look. I, one time I looked at randomly an ex of mine. His Instagram was pretty clean. I looked. Who he was following on Twitter, I was like, ew, are you like a weird fetish, like porn guy I didn't even realize? Yeah, yeah. I think he didn't think to like clean up his Twitter followers, but probably back in the day. I'm like, did you just like jerk off on Twitter? What was the deal? And if there's here? anybody that's going to find it, it's going to be you. Fucking savage. I, I like to know what someone's into. Are all girls like this, though? You guys just do your research, right? Yes. Yeah, but that's just responsible dating. In, like, 2018, don't be out here not checking somebody's LinkedIn before you go on a date with them. <laughs> like, I need to know that this stuff you're telling me is true. Yeah. I want to ask a question. Okay. Do guys ever do, like, the social media deep dive stock? Do you do that before you go out with somebody on a date? Yeah, I think I think everybody does. Maybe not as crazy as like checking Twitter and LinkedIn, but I'll do a deep dive on their Instagram. <laughs> you do? Okay. I go all the way back. Yeah. All right. So every week we play a game with our guests. Since you are our very first man guest, I have designed a game just for you. It's, really? It's called mansplaining. Oh, I love this. Mansplaining. And we're gonna not just... to be confused with manspreading. <laughs> What's manspreading? What? Manscaping? Manspreading is when guys sit like this and they take up too much space. You're literally like not allowed to do it on the subway. It's a thing. You made that up. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like being alive. Are you guys fucking serious? Yeah. It's illegal in New York. <laughs> it's al- on the subway. Did you Google the New York laws before you moved here from Delaware? On the subway. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm leaving. Oh, um, we get a lot of emails from girls saying like this situation happened, and like I don't know how to deal with it. My hypothesis is that men just there, there's not like a lot of thought behind what a lot of men do. It just, or there might be. We're about to find out. 
So we're going to have you mansplain. I love these questions because I'm constantly answering for my girlfriends. You're going to mansplain some stuff to us. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to throw out This is the good kind of mansplaining. We're making bad kind? Well, mansplaining is like a thing when like a guy tries to just like condescendingly explain something to a female. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you. uh, (laughs) Raina is not a feminist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I would spend all my time on my back or in the kitchen. Just some. Just it's some interesting. Things. I love getting like female perspectives on how girls are. Like, yeah. I, yeah. it's it's valuable info. We're gonna walk away from this, and Crispy's gonna be like, Ashley's a fucking psycho. <laughs> this girl's fucking nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No wonder uh, these bitches are single. <laughs> <laughs> he like never promotes the podcast or anything. It's <laughs> like, see you later. You guys just, just uh, cut my part out. <laughs> later, losers. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some scenarios out at okay. you, and you're gonna mansplain them to me. Let's do it. Why do guys want to fuck you once? Ghost you and then watch all your Instagram stories for the rest of time. That's really interesting. I think we talked about this the other day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, guys are just afraid of commitment. Just plain and simple. They're afraid of commitment, but they still want to see what you're up to. They just want to watch your personal TV show. Exactly. They just want to see what you're up to, see how good you're looking. And they might text you every once in a while to see if you still like them like that guy did to you a couple of weeks ago. Or you're gonna mansplain that to me too, but yeah, we'll we're not. Don't don't jump ahead in the okay. mansplaining. Do you think guys go through sometimes and are like fucked her, fucked her, fucked her? Do you think it's like a little ego boost when they just see you looking good on your Instagram story? They're like, I hit that, I hit that. I might be able to hit it again. I think so. I think that. Yeah, I think that's when they're gonna hit you up again when you look really good on your Instagram story. Guys definitely want to see what you're up to. So there's no. But they dignity, don't. Want, they they right? don't want to text you. That's so crazy. There's no dignity. Cold. Like there's not like you know. Oh, I ghosted her and I feel bad about it. So maybe I should just like leave her alone. That well, that's the right thing to do. But yeah, I, I shameless. Think there's a lot of there's, yeah. There's a lot of guys out there who aren't very nice. So if I slept with a guy and he's watching my Instagram story every day and not every day and not texting me, is it because I don't look good enough? No, I would actually say, and this is going to sound wrong. I feel like he might not care as much. If the guy's not looking at your stuff, he's purposely not looking at your stuff. Oh. Fact. Because you can see who reads your, who's looking at your stories. Yeah. Actually, you know how many people don't know that? Really? We get so many messages about that. Can we talk this. about it? Do people, people, people know? People know now. You, <laughs> you think it's more insidious if somebody's not watching. I think it's more deliberate, yeah. If they follow you, they, they know you're posting a story. They can see your little highlighted ring. They know to watch your story. They're probably one doing it from like a mock account. I actually have done that before. I, I have a feeling. I, got, I think I have some. So anybody have, that doesn't have a, a Finstagram? That's what I'm saying. You yeah. gotta have Probably a Finstagram. Not, yeah. yeah. That's just doing deep stalks of people. All right. So there's nothing to it. They just want to see what you're up to. See, yeah. girls, there's, men don't think that deeply about things. And if he's not watching your stories, I feel like that's like a more positive signal that he's into you. This is, huh. Yep. Okay. I got more mansplaining to ask about, so you got a question? All right. I'll go. Yeah. Um... Why are guys so terrible? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you think you you love dating here? Women aren't saying that. Like, do you think it's just... A, Is it terrible being a woman in New York? I don't think it's great. I mean, I ha- I've had pretty positive experiences, but you you hear most guys say they love dating in New York City, and you just I don't think you hear women say that for the most part. It might That's be just true. a numbers game. It might be just there's more guys running or more women running around. Yeah, I mean, it really is true. Guys are just afraid of commitment. Until they're ready, you're never going to convince them. So, like, I, it's, it's just like, I think it's a timing thing. I really do. You could meet the right person, but it might just not be the right time. Same goes for a girl, too. But guys are just like, it's a numbers game for a lot of them. And it sucks. It's just more of a playground. To be a girl, because girls just want something long-term well, and commitment. We are glad that you are settling down at, your, what, you're 30? 30, 32. Yeah, 32. 32. We have a major theory that guys... Mid thirties, like 
35 plus, when they're still single and they've been single for a long time, it's scary. They're like feral wild animals. They've been out in the wild too long. You can't tame them. They're all weird. They're all fucked up. There's like a a 38, 39-year-old successful dude that's just been single for the last five, six years or something wrong with him. Yeah. It's like a scary breed of man. Like, I've been going younger. He might be miserable, but he might be happy. But yeah, it's just like... It sucks when all your friends are getting in a relationship and then yeah. you're not and then you have nobody to go out with. So you're just on Bumble and Tinder. Yeah. And you don't feel comfortable doing that. And it's just like, I honestly, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I think you have to get lucky to meet somebody the right, the right way. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't also don't believe there's one person for everybody. Yeah. There's a thousand people in this world that you'd probably be with forever. But like, you I just got to get lucky and run into them. Like, what if I wasn't riding my bike down that street that day? Right. I probably wouldn't be with her today. I'd be with somebody else. Yeah. Or still be single. You want to go? Yeah. Every once in a while, girls will get this text from, like, a guy that they haven't heard from in, like, a couple weeks. It's, like, mm. a Saturday morning, like, 11. Like, hey, cutie, what are you up to this weekend? You haven't heard from them in ages. And you're asking for a friend here, right? Yeah, nobody cares what I'm doing on Saturday. I'm with you. <laughs> um, do guys have, like, a Rolodex of women <laughs> that yeah. they are sending yes. that same text to? Yes. So many good mornings. They're, like, yeah. 10 good morning texts. Yeah. There are, I mean, listen, there are some good guys out there. There really are. But if it's just a random, like... Every third week text, you haven't spoken to him? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because, so Raina went out with this guy. We talked about it last week. They had, like, oh, the worst of NYC tour. <laughs> they went to all the worst <laughs> so places bad. in the city. And he hit her with, like, a good morning text. And she responded in ample time. And he didn't He didn't even write back after that. It's, like, the lack of effort. Like, he might, you might have gone over and blown him. Who knows? I probably, I'm, not that, I'm not that hard to have sex with. Like, um, I, don't, I didn't understand his point. Like, are you sending out 10 good morning texts? Like, maybe I can, like, get laid soon? Or it's just funny. It was, like, he didn't even bother. You were, like, hey, I'm doing great. What's up with you? And he, nothing. So yeah. bizarre. I mean, we went out on Friday night. We did go to, like, the worst places you could ever take somebody to. You have sex? No, we didn't. We just made out a little bit. I don't really have sex with people on a first date. I just, no. Why not? I'm not really going to enjoy it, to be honest. Really? Is like, it? if I meet somebody at a bar and we're, like, vibing and they're good looking, like, then, yeah, I might go home with you. But, like, oh, sounds so terrible. Mr. You try- eight months to get a kiss over here. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you fuck someone on the first date? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You should tell us. <laughs> I think every guy would, for the most part. And I actually don't. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast. I don't think that necessarily there's a correlation between the longevity of a relationship and do you have sex on a first date. Yeah, like not some, at all. Sometimes you're feeling somebody. Exactly. Okay, so mansplain this to me. Let's turn let's turn subject. What if somebody did have sex with you on a first date? Do you have any feelings about it at I all? I actually it's funny you say that. I actually would subconsciously judge them. Okay. I mean like this might not be the girl I want to marry. Because are you thinking she's done, done this, this before. with plenty of people? Done this yeah. before. Yeah. But like I think you can know really quickly. Like, have you guys ever been on a date and not liked a guy and then like fell in love with him? Like I think people know very quickly. If they could be with somebody or not, like off the first five minutes, they're oh, in conversation. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think some people are lonely and they'll just settle and be like, okay, fine, I'll give them a yeah. shot. But like, it's not, it's not fun. You're so right. People just settle and people then you're just fucking settle. You're around it's these so, couples and you're like, they have zero chemistry. This is painful to be around. Yeah, I've watched so many of my friends the last 10 years when I was single just go through these girls and like being four or five month relationships. Somebody's gonna get hurt and it fucking hurts when you get breaking up with. Why go through that if you know, like, this is not going to last? Yeah. Because you're bored? Like, get over it. Be single for a while. Being single is not so bad. Oh, I totally agree. So, I, I'm always, people that have to be in a relationship at all times, I'm always like, ah, you're just not my kind of person. Yeah. So if you think you're going to fail, fail fast. Like, get out of the yeah, relationship get out, right like, away. But don't even get into a relationship if you're, like, not, like, mildly confident that this person's, like, going to be awesome. Right. 
People settle. I just don't understand it. Okay. Mansplain to me. Um, how soon is too soon to send a naked photo? Is this a boyfriend prospect or just like? This is, this is a relationship prospect. This is somebody you like. Great question. From you, a girl. From no, a girl. I, yeah, from a girl. Like, what, how, like, if you like a you've guy. You've gone on what, three dates? Sure. Let's hypothetically say you've gone out on three dates. When do you start sending I would tell photos? you to hold off on that, to be honest. Okay. Hold off. If you think it's like a... You don't have to tell me. You can talk to Raina. <laughs> I'm all set on this. Because <laughs> he's just going to think... Oh, every guy is going to say, has she done this before? Is that how men think about... thousand yes. percent. Sorry. One thousand percent. mansplaining. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. yes, we would love it. would love you to send me a naked picture. But like, I will subconsciously judge you. Okay. Even though I want it. But maybe you shouldn't just for this one dude. Don't give him what he wants. I'm telling you, he's going to fucking love you for it. So... Okay, then what about, can we extrapolate this onto, like, other things, like crazy sex stuff and dirty talk? Should you, like, hold back on that a little bit? No, I don't think you should hold on that, hold back on that too much. When you have sex, just, like, just, enjoy yourself. Yeah, do you, do you. All right. See um, our response. When should you start making the bed for the other person? That's, like, a really nice thing to do for somebody, actually. I have a friend yeah. whose theory is she's like, I would never cook for a man or make the bed for him in the morning until we are, like, in it. I'm not doing nice things for you until you've committed. I... I like that, like holding off on some of the gestures. I just, I think it's like make it, make the person want it a little bit more, even the other side. Like I, um, an ex of mine didn't bring me flowers for like a, a while. And then when he did, it was like so special. I think this is like the most important part. I'm going to mansplain this to you guys because I think it's really, you have to be self-aware of if this guy wants you to make him breakfast. And I'm not saying like girls should make breakfast. I'm saying don't do nice things for him unless you think he's going to appreciate it. Because otherwise, right. if he's not into you, he's going to think you're like, okay, she's a little getting a little crazy. Totally. Like, if I buy you flowers in the first week, you're going to be like, dude, slow the fuck down. Why like, if you so like me and you're into me yeah. and I know that, I'm going to do something sweet for you and you're going to appreciate it. So man's playing to me some ways that we can how – how do girls know when a guy is into them? I think just like if he's reaching out to you, wants to hang out often. I mean, and, and I know New York is like difficult. Like often might be once a week, once every other week. It's just tough. But like – just be self-aware. Is this guy, like, giving you attention? And does he seem like a douchebag? If he doesn't, then, like, I think he's into you. We know. We've talked about this in the episode. Things well, that guys do. Things that guys do, yeah. And, I mean, my take is, like, does he seem like he cares about your life? <laughs> like, right. does he seem like he wants to see you? Is he responding to your text? Like, right. does he, I don't know. I think I know what it feels like when a guy likes me versus, like, I'm one of many. Not every girl does, though, because every girl is, like, he said this me. one thing right. in this text message, and let's psychoanalyze it, like, do oh, my agree? tolerance for bullshit is zero, though, at this, at this point, but at this age. Do you agree age. with the adage that my mom, my, my brilliant mother, told me when I was, like, 14? My mom said, if a man wants to see you, he will see you. He yeah. will make it happen. He will never stop trying to make it happen. Is that true? Uh, listen, everybody plays games hard to get, and I think you, you have to play hard to get as women and as men. Men, th- they know you read every text message, like, psychotically and yeah. analyze it. We know sure. that, and we play like you're texting that. a girl and all her friends. Yeah, she's screenshotting and hundred percent. But we not like we don't know that, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like a mistake I would just say, just if you like, if you're obsessed with some guy and you want to do something really sweet for him, just know that he might think you're crazy unless he's really into you. Yeah, like don't be too forward unless like he's giving you the signs back. I totally agree. You're, I mean, I feel like you probably go by that, Reina. I don't think you're like waking up and. Breakfast and blowjobs for, like, a brand new guy? Fuck no. Right. <laughs> I might, like, kick the dresser over on my way out. Like, just let somebody know you don't care about them. You don't fuck this guy. <laughs> Take, like, all of his toilet paper and paper towels. You're like, sorry, Cheap I ran his out. house? <laughs> oh, 
God. Took it to the next level. All right. Well, I want to wrap up today. I want to thank you for coming on the show. This was dope. Yeah, this is so great. Um, Thank you. We love all the honesty. You guys follow him. Follow James Crispy Shorts with a K Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Okay. And uh, also the whole Fuck Jerry team. Follow them as well. Very, very funny stuff. And all these accounts. You probably are following all their accounts. You don't even know it. So good for them. Thank you for popping our cherry. Thanks for (laughs) (laughs) for the threesome. threesome. This is so hot. Uh, like we mentioned at the beginning, check out Two Girls, One Podcast. Are you guys writing all this down? We're giving you a lot of to-dos. Uh, yeah, James, Crispy Shorts, Two Girls, One Podcast. Check them out. Very funny, weird internet shit. We know you love it. And, of course, hope you're following us on everything. Girls Gotta Eat on Instagram, Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Raina's not. And, as always, not on Snapchat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, should I say a nice thing? All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Thank you.